This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, if you've seen the movie Moneyball, then you know about the issue of sports and analytics. But people do tend to associate it with baseball. And yet... Canada's favorite sport of hockey is now in the process of embracing this idea. But what is it? And how does it affect the game that we all watch? Well, our next guest has written about this in the latest edition of the Walrus magazine. Nathaniel Basin is also the founder of Pastime, an online sports magazine. And Nathaniel, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, thanks for having me. Now, let's start with the basics here. So what is this idea of analytics and how does it apply to hockey? So analytics at its most basic is a, a different way to think about sports using numbers, right? So that's, that's the thrust of it. Um, it's just a way of thinking, not so much a prescriptive sort of um, concept. Um, uh, with hockey, it's tough. Hockey is a very, very fast game. It's extremely chaotic. Um, there's a lot of random chance involved. Um, so quantifying that can be very difficult. Uh, so what analysts have been doing for the last number of years is finding the parts of hockey that you can break down to sort of minute, um, repeatable numbers and using that to be predictive or to be prescriptive in a way that they can make better decisions. Okay, like what kind of minute numbers, like what kind of stats are we talking about? So a really, really simple one that kind of changed everything for hockey, one of the first uh, uh, uses of advanced analytics is what they called uh, puck possession uh, or shot tracking. So what people have done now is uh, instead of counting goals or counting assists or hits or whatever it is you counted for a long time, analysts started to count the amount of shots that teams take toward the other team's net. And they realized that the teams that take more shots um, uh, and control the puck more, if you're taking shots, you have the puck more, have a much better chance of winning. So now one of the, you know, and for the last five, ten years, uh, one of the big movements in hockey has been to keep very, very detailed track of the shots that are taken, where they're taken from, who's taking them, and that has been shown to help teams win hockey games. Okay, and hockey's been kind of slow to this, though, right? Because uh, they always seem, coaches and, and general managers always seem to think that there's some kind of uh, ruggedness, some kind of psychological thing that you can't really define. Totally. So there's been that sort of twofold in hockey. The first part of that is that hockey coaches and general managers definitely have this idea that hockey is undefinable. There's a certain quality that hockey players have, whether you call it grit or toughness or whatever you want to call it, that you cannot define uh, using numbers, which I'll say is somewhat true. What analysts would say is that there are also things that you can define using numbers which are also useful, right? Um, I think that the other part of that is that a lot of people who grew up coaching hockey or managing hockey don't necessarily have a great background in numbers. And so when someone comes in and tells them, you can do your job better using algorithms, using um, stat models, their response is, no, I don't want to do that. I can't do that because they actually can't do that. Right. Okay. So now we're seeing more NHL teams deciding that what they can do this, they can use these analytics and be better. So um, there's been sort of a wave of bloggers and uh, um, analysts who have come from outside of the game, mostly um, who over the last five, 10 years 
have made their case so convincingly that teams have started to hire them. Um, the most high-profile one, uh, as far as most re- recently, is the Leafs' new GM, Kyle Dubas, right. who actually came from within the game. Um, but other ones, such as Rob Boltman um, with the Kings and Eric Kelsky in Carolina, are guys who started off talking about hockey and eventually convinced teams to hire them to, uh, to provide those insights to them uh, is full-time. It, and is it working? And depends who you ask. I would be inclined to say yes, in the sense that more information is um, good for anybody, and that teams that are using analytics in a way that's useful um, are having success with it. That said, it's often difficult to tell from the outside who uses analytics in a way that's productive. You know, what, one thing that happens a lot is you'll find teams hire uh, analytics an analytics department because their owner wants them to, but then the GM or the coach don't listen to them. So it's kind of difficult to tell from the outside who actually uses analytics in a way that's useful. Right. Okay. So, but they're all, they're in some way, shape or form. Do you think that most franchises these days are dipping their toe into this? Oh, absolutely. Every NHL team has what you could call a data department. Um, the question is who is using it in a way that's effective or who's using it at all. There are still teams who, um, and you know, this is not something that is uh, certainly provable, but it's evident from watching them that may have these departments, but don't use them. Interesting, right? Because there's still that old school way of thinking, right? That you need, um, I think, how did you put it with Brian Burke? It, and I'm not surprised this was a Brian Burke quote, but you need like the, yeah. you need the belligerence and the truculence because he yeah, loves the that truculence word. And, all and that, that. <laughs> you can't, you can't use analytics to define that. Absolutely. And that, that still pervades the sport. I mean, you just have to look at um, whenever there's a job opening, the people who get interviewed and hired, it's the same names being recycled over and over again. And, uh, so, yeah, that, that sort of culture still pervades for sure. What do you think this means for the players, though? Like, does this give a chance, do you think, to some players who are perhaps smaller than traditional hockey players or might have been overlooked before? So this is the interesting thing for me, especially, where um, that has definitely been the case. Players who are smaller, um, for example, Vancouver's Elias Pettersson, um, who may have otherwise been overlooked in the past, are definitely getting more of an opportunity. At the same time, there are players who are grittier enforcer types, um, who are defined by their toughness, who made it to the NHL, only to find now that they're unwanted. So there's a whole class of athletes who's learning the hard way that they have to either adopt quickly or find themselves out of a job. Interesting. Is this going to change the game, do you think, like what we watch on the ice? It already is. Um, uh, if you're to watch uh, Carolina especially play today, what they're doing is very different than what you would have seen two, three, five, ten years ago. Um, uh, the exciting thing is what happens in the next five, ten years. I think that you will see um, a pretty substantial shift in uh, what we see. The game is going to be faster. It's going to be uh, more fluid. Um, there's going to be more. Uh, going to be more star-driven. So you'll see players carrying the puck more than they do currently. I think it's going to be very exciting. All right. Is this a trend, though, do you think? Like, is this something that's going to be fashionable and then fall out of fashion? I think there's always going to be um, a negative reaction whenever something becomes uh, more and more used, and that's will likely happen. But I don't think it's a trend. I think that if anything, we'll see continuously uh, numbers used more rigorously and more sort of pervasively 
in a linear fashion moving forward. I don't think you're going to see a situation where teams rely less on numbers. Right. Will it trickle down, though, do you think? Like, this is at the top level of hockey. Is that going to trickle down to some of the lower levels, the, the feeder teams, the minor leagues? So that's kind of just starting to happen. Um, uh, in the, the uh, OHL and the CHL and below in the Junior B, teams are just starting now to start to think seriously about um, analytics. It's also starting to happen in women's hockey um, uh, and uh, elsewhere as well. So this is something that is starting to trickle down and, and will continue to do so, yeah. So essentially what it means is that don't think that just because you're a certain size, you're not going to cut it as a hockey player. Definitely not. I mean, if you, if you watch the Leafs play and look at Mitch Marner, I don't think there's too many people um, who will say that they can't look like him one day. That's pretty impressive then. Do you think eventually it'll win over the old school types? I think that... There are certain people who will never like what they're seeing now. I think they are reliant on sort of their historical reference of what hockey should look like. Um, uh, but I think that if they allowed it to enter their hearts, <laughs> they could <laughs> learn to love it. Because the, the game today is, to my eyes, objectively better than it has been ever before. Uh, teams play faster. It's more fun. Uh, there are more shots, more stars um, are able to get more traction. I, I think it's it's been a, a great thing for hockey as far as the visual product. Wow. So you're saying the hockey is better now than it ever has been before. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, I think there's all kinds of the issues around uh, um, analytics that need to be discussed. I think that uh, there are labor issues and there are all sorts of things you can talk about that are negative to analytics. But I think the, the product on the ice is in a universally better product after with the impact of analytics. Well, it's so interesting. Listen, uh, Nathaniel, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. That is Nathaniel Bass, and you could check out his piece in the latest uh, edition of Walrus Magazine.